many times has this happened to you? You know you're genetically superior, but one of those genetic testing services tells you you've got traces of non-white ancestry. That's why there's Supreme Genetics, the only DNA testing service that tells white supremacists exactly what they want to hear. Want us to say you're a pure-blooded descendant of Thomas Jefferson or Napoleon or Wario the Evil Mario? Sure, fine, whatever you want. I want to know I'm descended exclusively from white men, no women. Then Supreme Genetics is the DNA testing service for you. Just swab your cheek with a Q-tip, put it in an envelope, then throw it away. We certainly don't need it. Six weeks later, we'll send you a report that says you're Robert E. Lee's cousin or something. My report is just one straight line back to white Jesus. Supreme Genetics told me I'm 100% Norwegian. I keep my report in the glove box in case I get pulled over. Supreme Genetics, because it's like, what are genes anyway, you know? Ah, uh, man, so we rolling. Yo, what's up, world? It's Cameron Ra. Author it's of CJ, the bass player. And my co-host on here, so we're trying something new. We're playing around with the video. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> we're going to get rolling. So what do you want to do, man? You want to start with reparations? Because we are going to touch on that last week, but we really never got to get into that. Yeah, let's jump into it. All right, cool. So, um, I, let me. Uh, I was gonna play the quote by Abraham Lincoln, but I, I'm not sure how that would go with the headphones and the mic. You wouldn't be able to hear, so I'm just gonna read it. Wow. Okay. So listen to these words. More. Uh, this is more profound than what he said before. It's quite shocking. So I will say that I am not, nor ever have been, in favor of bringing about in any way the social and political equality of the white and the black races, that I am not nor ever have been in favor of making voters or jurors of Negroes, nor qualifying them to hold office, nor to intermarry with white people. While they do remain together, there must be a position of superior and inferior, and I, as much as any other man, am in favor of having the superior position assigned to the white race. These are the words of Abraham Lincoln. And it's like everyone quotes him like, oh, yeah, he freed the slaves. And that's what we're taught in history. And yeah. that's a utter BS. And um, we need to really, our education system needs to straighten that out. Yeah. And we need to be straight up in front that, hey, America was founded on racism. We're getting away from that. We're trying to evolve into a more equal, um, to a nation that promotes equality and social justice for all. And I do believe reparations would be a, a bold first step towards that approach. And okay. which leads us to today's discussion, man. Let's get into yeah. it. Um, so, CJ, I got a few questions for you. Question number one for reparations. Do you think we, as an African-Americans, should receive lump sums for reparations or appropriations towards houses, education, and debt? Pretty much what I'm saying is you think we should guess, get a check or do you think that this money should be controlled and used for um, targeted spending such as to enable uh, independence for African-Americans? I think... Based on knowing the history of the United States against African Americans, we should get both, honestly. Hmm. I think we should have a trust for education, business grants, educational grants, which I already know we got some of this stuff in place, but I don't know how much is used. Specific I don't know how much is specifically, specifically for African Americans from the United States government? Yes. 
Interesting. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. I think um, like educational grants and stuff like that, there's stuff that exists, but I don't know how aware people are of it. So if you make that more public and have a trust for all African-Americans. Now, what do you mean by trust? Like, like you, you set up us? money where we can pull for loans, business, like low interest loans, like 1%. And that's what I was referring business, to. I, I was referring to to exactly what you're saying for businesses, for house loans, for education, mm-hmm. what have you, rather than be like, hey, here's 65K, go buy like Uzis and kilos and stuff like that. That would be a main concern is that that money would circulate into the black market or into other things that would not really uh, benefit our, our great society and the people as a whole. Like, I let's, would, let's yeah. just be real. Like, when people get their um, people get their their tax returns, mm-hmm. they f it up on, on silly, frivolous things. So I, I, I don't know. I, I'm I'm not too sure how people would react would be like hey here's 65k because that's the target number that i'm going for mm-hmm. i think that's i'm not saying that's fair but i think it's it's reasonable it's, it's achievable but um also you can include you can include student debt like student loan debt exactly like, i, I totally of, agree with you on that i think um i think i think financially yes we should get something the survivors of 9-11 they got a settlement mm-hmm. for health. Um, yeah, you're right. A guy that I work with, he was uh, working around there. He had some respiratory issues, and he's getting broke off. I believe it's far twenty grand. Yeah. So as far as as far as an amount, um, that part has to be worked out. Mm-hmm. But I think we should get both because we've been systematically discriminating discriminated against through all these methods of discrimination. It's not just financially, it's- Oh well, yeah, absolutely right. And now you're looking historically, you know, historically, and we went from slavery, from Jim Crow, the black codes, to the civil rights movement. Now you're talking about present day, we, we're still dealing with mass incarcerations and other forms of disenfranchisement to the African American community. You're absolutely right. And we need all the help that we can get. My, my question to you is, why haven't American Blacks gotten reparations? Why do you think? Well, that's a very good question. I'm going to take a stab at it. Why haven't African Americans received reparations? I mean, I suppose you could say, for one, it's like it's costly. Even the number that I proposed, the, the, um, the 65K for every African American, Collectively, that would cost about $2.7 trillion. And that's about the same price as Andrew Yang's universal basic income. Okay. I'm not too sure how he intends to raise all that money in one year to pay that. And I don't have a solution to pay $2.7 trillion to 42 million African Americans in one year. So it would have to be over a time frame. So just the logistics of it, that's difficult. And then another obstacle I would say is um, just tracing the the ancestries. Prior uh-huh. before, back in the day, that would be kind of difficult. But now we have the technology, so I, I don't want to say that's that's that should no longer be an excuse. Gotcha. Uh, furthermore, um, let's just get down to uh, the conspiracies and the opinions. Okay. Um, like it would really take 
reparations would take black people out of the trap. It would give us a uh, it would give us a chance. It would give us a fighting chance that we need. And there are people who don't want us to have fighting chances. So I, I stumbled upon a really interesting article on uh, okay. on Forbes. It said for every one hundred dollars in white family wealth, black families just hold five dollars and four cents. That's crazy. That's uh. So when you look at wealth by demographics, it's like American wealth hierarchy, whites lead the charge. No surprise. Asians come in next, and then Hispanics, then lastly, blacks. So this is just my biased opinion, but the game seems to be rigged against black people. Um, Reparations would give black people a fighting chance. It's evident that much energy has been invested to keep black people unhealthy, uneducated, poor, and ignorant. And uh, (laughs) our ancestors were bought and sold. They were raped and bred, and we didn't get a dime off of that. It's just like, here, here's some food stamps. Forget about it. And it's, uh, that's that's pathetic. And it's like, you ask why um, you think, I think we don't have reparations? Because I think, like, politicians are just like, particularly the Democratic Party is just like, yo, we can offer them little things and that's good enough to secure the black vote. Like, it's been 200 years. You, you, you think they forgot about it? Yeah, they, <laughs> they, they, they forgot about slavery. And, but I don't know. I, but And again, I don't have the data to validate this, but I think they don't care. But that's just my opinion. What do you think? Um, I pretty much agree with you. I think... Now we're at a flashpoint where they can't ignore it because now it's become mainstream the talking the talking point and it's a growing movement even though it's been trying to be media powers have been trying to dismiss the movement called African descendants of slaves. I don't know how they pronounce it. It's a couple of different ways. Okay. But ADOs or I don't know how they pronounce it. Um but they were trying to dismiss it as like Russian bots and shit from the Sega? jump. What do you mean Russian bots? They thought that the movement was bots on Twitter and on Instagram and all this. They thought it was bots. They didn't think it was real people like a part of this movement pushing the agenda. Like, hey, we're not giving up our vote just for the standard. You I know agree. What I'm saying? I totally benign agree neglect. So I wholeheartedly agree with you. It's just a systematic approach to keep us at the bottom. And I think it's just, honestly, and this is gonna sound, I guess, kind of in that same vein of conspiracy. I think they understand the power of Black America. If we had those opportunities to build wealth and to better ourselves, yes, we're a threat to the status quo. Absolutely. Period. And um, they, you really gotta. I'm still in the hood. I still consider myself to, to, to be in the hood. There's blunt wrappers and tobacco in the stairwells, finding yeah, occasional condoms. I'm not even stairs. <laughs> but it's like uh, when you see the amount of energy that was uh, invested into keeping this community down, it's it's it's, it's no secret, man. But um, I had another question for you. Okay. Now we we briefly discussed on what amount, or I mentioned what amount I okay. I thought was fair, but what amount do you think is fair, for reparations? Based on that website, 
the movement, the road, they give a roadmap to reparations. Mm -hmm. It was created by um, Antonio Moore, a lawyer out of LA and Yvette Carnell Brown, a professor from somewhere, uh, UCLA. These are the two that kind of coined the term, the movement currently. Um, they were saying, uh, I just saw a total of wages overall calculated by economist Larry Neal at the University of Illinois. Just wages would be $8.4 trillion in today's Ooh. month. Yeah. $8.4 trillion. So are you saying that's the wages that would be that were how you say occurred from slavery like that's the yeah. number of free uh, the amount of free labor that was performed yeah wow eight trillion yeah Dude, that's like two years of the federal budget <laughs> like us <laughs> but how are they proposing to dish this out like over time that's okay they kind of go back and answer all the questions but mm -hmm. Da, 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 da. I'm looking. That's probably the hardest part, it seems like, the distribution of funds. Like, they got the numbers and stuff. It's going to come down to how much everybody gets a piece. And so, uh, I do have okay. a, a follow-up question for you on that. Like, how do we determine the eligibility like, will there be percentage payouts and uh -huh. people who like biracial people, for instance, like you're not all you're not you're you may not be 100 percent related to, uh, you know, descendants of slaves. You have some mixed blood and what have you like, do they get half or like, do you, how do how do we uh, we establish that? Well, Professor Darity and Professor Frank. The economics of reparations, the criteria for eligibility would be an individual would have to provide reasonable documentation of at least one ancestor enslaved in the United States, and they would need to demonstrate they have identified as Black, African American, colored, or Negro on established legal documents for mm. at least 10 years prior to the onset of the program. Interesting. I like that. Because you're, so, you're absolutely right. I could see a thousand people coming out be like, yo, I'm like 5% black now. Because, you know, I'm like 7% Irish. Yeah. I, I'm, I may rep that on St. Patty's Day next year, but it, <laughs> it's, it's not good enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I could totally see people trying to abuse that or, or, or slide, oh, in, slide in with that. And it's like, now you want to rep that side. But I, I am uh, I do like this whole ancestry.com thing because it, it uh I'm very curious for these uh, these hate groups and people who are are, are racist. I, I would encourage them to do their own ancestral background. I, I really doubt there's many pure blooded uh people out there because we are a melting pot. Like yeah, you know, I mean, like slaves. Uh, the presidents used to rape their slaves, and yeah, you know. It's uh, a lot of cultural mixing in there, but that I, I do like um, how they that concept of going back, having some time stamp documentation validating yeah. their their claims. Um, I know you asked what amount I think individually we should get. Mm -hmm. That I think is fair. Um, 
mind you, you can spend it how you want to. I, I kind of want to get away from the narrative of we would blow the money. I will say a percentage <laughs> of us would. I'm not even blow the money. <laughs> I feel like if we can buy a house, start a business, right. we have access to capital to do something, who knows what can happen? We haven't had access like other groups in America. And I'm very for, I'm like, all for that. Yeah. But at the same time, just cutting people a check, be like, yo, here's like um, X amount of dollars, go buy some rims. Like, I'm not, that I'm not, I'm not for. But if it's like you're encouraging them to start a business, to give back, you know, to the community to, to, and also to our nation, I think that's far more beneficial. Because you, you, there is a theory like, yeah, if you give somebody 20 racks, because I do believe that's what the payout was for the Japanese Americans. It was about twenty thousand dollars a a piece, is but granted I do believe that was in the what the nineteen eighties. Yeah, something like that. So let's adjust for inflation, and 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 that's why I, the the sound number that I came out was about sixty five grand. But it's like um, I say I say like a hundred and fifty would be cool. So let's do the math on that. All right, I say a hundred fifty seems like I don't, that, I don't, would, that would be nice. I don't do public math, so I gotta break out the rusty trust nah, calculator. Fine. So let's take on on average. So there's about demographically there's about forty two million African Americans. Gotcha. Let's round that down just for poops and giggles to like thirty two million. Thirty two okay. million people are eligible. And you said you wanted to give what, a hundred and fifty K? Yeah, why not? That number is so big, it, it came up with a, an error. I gotta turn this thing sideways. Oh, the exponents. So it's like, we're talking about 4.8 trillion. We got it. <laughs> we got it. How do we? How do we got it though? We got break, it. We've been break, paying in it for years for free. Break, break it down to me financially, because I'm all for reparations, but I don't want to bankrupt the nation while we do it. And um, so here's the thing: out of those, uh, those third. Two million Americans. I would really target like okay, the people who are under the age of eighteen. You're not getting it until you're eighteen. So okay, that's, that's fair. That that'll take out some money. Let's just say that takes out twenty percent okay. of it. And there's still uh, but it's still a hefty bill. And it costs. You've been think about the cost. Think about where the nation has gotten off of free labor. Think about mm -hmm. it. You're absolutely right. That wealth, so, is, that wealth is still circulating around today. You're absolutely right. Like our economy, I think, what do they say? Just the black America spending GDP is like a uh, couple uh, trillion right the there. GDP, uh, the GDP of uh, the 16th wealthiest nation, I believe they, they yeah. said it is. Just like, black uh, America. So. On Jordans and McDonald's and fried chicken. Now, you're absolutely right. So, so, But here's the thing. I guess on the bright side, a large amount of that let's just say 65,000 or, you know, in your case, 150,000. What percentage of that do you think would circulate back into the economy? Well, it'll all circulate mostly back into the economy. As far as black communities, I would see, a, I think it would be a pickup. I don't know how much, it's hard to quantify. How much you think would it be? To... How much you think, because then there's the concern of, and when economists, when they look at things like that, they anticipate who's going to save and who's uh -huh. going to spend. 
Like, do you yeah. think a large portion of... I don't think many people would save it. I think people would ball out. I think it would be mixed. I don't okay. think it would be everybody balling now. I think it would be some... There's some be like, hold up. You know, we already no. been growing up with no money. I don't necessarily want to blow this like this. Let me sit on it. And I think another thing is with the distribution of the say the money part right mm -hmm. it should come an educational packet and also social services around that to help you hey listen once you get this money these are the avenues you can go to help grow your money now are these going to be regulated avenues like we have to enforce it or is it like a suggestion a soft suggestion, suggestion? It, it's all okay. free will you know we can do what we want to do with our money this money is owed to us i don't feel like there should be all these restrictions and stuff on that because so what about the criminal organizations that um the criminal organizations i.e gangs and what have you Oh, street fraternities? Oh, uh, if, if that's how you choose to, yeah. to refer to I mean, so like, would, would, we be fund, would we be funding that? Like, it's like, hey, they, like... You know, part of the, I mean, if they can prove it by the criteria, why not? There's but at the, the same time, if you are if you have a a, a, known, uh, a known criminal overlord, mm -hmm. and they're, hey, you are descendants of slaves, so then, here you go, go buy an arsenal. Go buy, you know, go flood is, some more I mean, why would people stay working for him if you got your own money? Think about but the OG leader. Yeah, but a 65K is just, that's a Birkin bag. Like, here you, here you go, shorty. I'll buy you a nice purse. Like, 65K to, to a triple G, that's, that's, that's little money. But you're talking about even these youngins coming up, they might be like, oh, 65K, I can buy a whole bird with that. Like, I can buy a whole kilo. Like, you I know? think. I think, I think all you can do is educate, provide the options, as well as you got to leave it up to the people on that. The biggest the, thing I is... I want the taxes, man. Say again? Again, if the money is circulated, if we can, can guarantee that money gets circulated back into the economy, mm -hmm. then we can get the tax revenue from it. But if we can't, and it goes somewhere else, then it's like, it's... Uh, I don't know. I feel about the, that. Well, that's the whole point of the packet, educational-wise. You give options and all that. Come on, Chris. Saying... That's like that. Uh, that's like that CYA training we did in the Air Force. Like, <laughs> here's your survival, evasion, rescue, and escape. Just yeah. click through this video, and now you're, you know, you're trained to eat grubs and uh, and and do all that good stuff. Like, nah, man, it's just cover your ass type of stuff. And if we're going to do it, because here's what you must consider. Okay. Other races, I do believe this. You you mentioned this. Other races are going to hate. They're going to hate hard, particularly that their hard-earned tax money is funding this, and it's just like, yo, buy Corvettes, buy whatever you want. Mm -hmm. Like um, that type. That's where we're going to find have the backlash on uh, by having lack of control of it. But if we control it, and it's like, hey, oh cool, you want to you want to get a, uh, a hair salon, you want to um. You know, you, you want to open up a barbershop, you want to open up, a, I don't know, what, what have you. If you want to put it into business, I'm all for that. I want more black businesses. We need more black businesses. But just yeah. giving a handout, like, do you know the um, the government agency that was around after slavery? The, they attempted to assist slaves after I the Civil War? Was it? Um, the Freeman Bureau or something like that. You're absolutely right. They had and a bank too. 
I did not know that. Yes, well, and Native Americans took that money and whites took that money because we we're putting our money in that bank. Hmm. And also, you got to remember, we just came out of slavery. So mentally, right. it's like getting out of prison. How are we supposed to act after we get free if we've been in captivity for all these years? You're absolutely right. And so you had the that same... program and they dissolved it. After Abraham Lincoln got whacked, they dissolved the program, I believe. I said it was Andrew Jackson, but it was really Andrew Johnson. Yeah. And um, they dissolved the program. The Congress was like, yo, we're not doing this no more. Absolutely. But no, rep no reparations were given. But here's the thing. They had haters back then, even of after course. the Civil War, like, yeah, we had black people slave for like, you know, years on end, but they still had haters that mm -hmm. they had this program. And one of the one of the reasons they're saying is that, oh, it's making black people lazy and it's not making them independent. You know, it's, it's an enabling them to, you know, to want a handout and nah, a big cash, a big lump sum is a handout. But that's why I said both when you asked me another question about appropriations and mm -hmm. money because you cover both ends because we need both, period. You can't do one without the other because mm -hmm. that's how we've been oppressed is several different ways. It's not just slavery, that's it. Nah, we get out of slavery. That's how unions were, that's how unions were created, basically to lock us out because we had all the skills after slavery. <laughs> yeah, you're right. So they created unions to employ the Irish, to employ other immigrants from mm. Europe or whatever, because we have more skills than they did. That's a little known fact in history of why unions are created. I, I didn't, I didn't, even, I didn't realize that. Exactly. That's pretty, that does make sense. So, like I said, on every angle, y'all didn't give us our 40 acres and a mule. Nah, all right, we told you. Keep it moving, nah. All right, we created unions. Now you got an opportunity to get higher wages. Oh, uh, no, nah, that's not for y'all. That's for us. <laughs> hmm. Y'all have all the skills, but we run this. So, nah, we excluding y'all from that. Um, just legally, obviously, the 13th Amendment. All right, you know what? Y'all free from slavery, but if y'all go to jail, which we'll put any charge on you, we'll throw you right back in state slavery, basically. So... It's exhausting. Like, really just going over all of the ways of being oppressed it's exhausting like and you can't deny it we got proof of everything so that is true notwithstanding i i stand by my um my beliefs as far as i think it should be controlled and i don't know it's one thing here here's what i learned that particularly with money, it's it's finite. It comes and it goes. So yes. you can blow through sixty racks. You can blow through sixty thousand dollars in a day. You can blow through one hundred and fifty k. You know, you you create a lifestyle for yourself, and then it just dissolves, and you have nothing to show for it. Mm -hmm. um, whereas a business, sixty five k pumped into a business, that's mm -hmm. going to teach a man to fish. You know. Boom, you built this business, it's going to generate revenue perpetuity. You can give that to your kids and your kids' kids and keep it moving. But just a lump sum is, I, I think it's going to be dissolved on material, frivolous material things. But that's just my opinion. Okay, my angle is I disagree with you, but I understand your premise. And I will say this, if we come together, it's going to take a committee to come through and make this happen, right? The research has pretty much all been done. It's just a matter of getting through legislation. And actually oh, get the pay. I out. totally agree, and that's why I'm taking my approach. So don't okay. get me wrong, Chris. Like I would love to get 150k in cash. Like, give me, give me, give me, give me. 
Like, yeah. I would take it all day. But it's not up to me, even when I do take the White House. It's not up to me. You still got to push that legislation through the houses. Exactly. And I think it would be much more easier to push it forward. It's like, hey, we're not just giving out checks. We're, uh-huh. we're, we're controlling this money and we're using it to, you know, to build up black communities and to build businesses, to build black businesses. I think that would be easier legislation. Even that would be difficult. But I think it would be much easier to push that legislation than lump sums. I can but see in that. In an point. ideal world, yes, I want exactly the same thing that you want. As I'm a bit biased because I too am African American. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at the same time, I'm going with what I'm going with feasibility and what I, I what I think we could legitimately pass in in the house. But what I the challenge is already is not looked as as feasible. That's where I get frustrated, and it is because you have historic examples of reparations given. Yes, if you're right. you give Israel 38 billion over 10 years, and you're probably about to amp up that package to where they got a basically a blank check to do what they want. The, oh, you're talking about with the aid? Yeah, the like what is yeah, that? Really right. huh. They never really explain it, but it's given to them. No problem. Everybody signs off on it. You have a point there. We got examples like the Holocaust stuff. Right. Now, right. Leave, that was like uh, my understanding, and I can bring up um, some literature. I bring up that table. That was a uh, pretty interesting that you shared with me. I, I actually put I put that that table in the book uh, Upgrade okay. America. So um, historically, I'm looking at the highest reparation payout from the United States. It's 1.6 billion, and that's to the Japanese Americans who were detained during World War II. Now, in uh, Austria gave about 25 million to the Holocaust survivors. Canada gave like 250,000 square miles to the Indian Eskimos. Land that was in 19, 1988. Uh, they also gave $230 to the Japanese Americans. So I don't know if they were detaining them too or if they just felt bad and they're like, yeah, we'll give you some bread too. So America gave $32 million to the Ottawas of Michigan. They also gave $31 million to the Chippewas of Wisconsin. They gave $12.3 million to the Seminoles of Florida, $105 million to the Sioux of South Dakota, $85 million to the Claymaths of Oregon, and they gave $1 billion and 44 million acres to the Alaskan Natives. So here's the thing that was kind of shocking to me. Germany gave the, granted this was in 1952, but they only gave 822 million to the Holocaust survivors. I thought it was much more than that. Now, if you're working at this, um, this is a, the number is very disturbing. 1865 until present day, the United States hasn't given a dime to the descendants of slavery. And um, <laughs> there you go. What do you? What does that say about America, though? It's like, yeah, we're a sovereign nation and and all this good stuff, but it's like, you just let this stain get sticky and there's ants crawling all over. Like, if they would have addressed reparations earlier on, it would have cost them substantially less than it would right now. Absolutely. But <laughs> here we are. Here we are. I believe you had a couple questions as well, man. Okay, I'm gonna ask you these two and just kind of come right at. Uh, what is the fear of American blacks getting reparations from other ethnic groups? Meaning, what, what, what happens? 
Mm. Say we get all our stuff. What is the fear of us getting our just due from other ethnic groups in America? I'll give you a short answer to that. Mm. To answer your question, okay. um, there are mm. other nationalities. They didn't contribute to slavery. Mm. Like they weren't. They didn't have nothing to do that with that. They weren't whipping black people and saying like, "Hey, get back to work, boy." Like yeah. they didn't have no part of that. But at the same time, it's like their taxes would be contributing to our reparations. Additionally, they may feel their position threatened on the whole wealth ladder. Like, oh, wow, like black folks just got 150K. They're building businesses. They got all this going on and um, they're, they're threatening our position. And maybe that's a possibility. But um, that's uh, I'm, I'm not too sure about that. What do you think? I think the same thing similar where they're used. To, I think other immigrant groups, I'm going to keep it honest, based on my observation, as long as we're at the very bottom, mm-hmm. they're good with that position. And you got to remember what they tend to forget in history is we created a civil rights movement that helped them more than us. Initially, it helped us, but through the years, they took stuff away from it. And they benefited more from that than we have. White women, uh, gays now, um, pedophiles, they're trying to make that a sexual orientation as well, mainstream. And then serious? all other immigrant groups. It sounds like another episode in itself. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just throwing in a little bit just to... And I think the idea of us being finally on a level playing field instead of the status quo is very threatening. I think that's all it is. I don't, I don't, I can't understand the fear, but I can picture why. Like, all right, and we used to y'all being down here in this hood, this corner. All right, now you come up, oh, wow, this is improving. Oh, wow, they're not coming to our stores. They got their own stores. Oh, wow, they don't have to come here. They don't got to go there. Oh, wow, they got a shopping center. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to interject real quick. It's like uh, looking okay. back on American history. And I, I heard um, just um, some Italians talking about how it used to be back in the day. And mm-hmm. I heard a term that I, I was unfamiliar with. It's called Nina. Okay. Nina, I suppose it stood for no Italians need apply. Gotcha. So it's like back in the day, it's like people were racist against everyone because remember like even white people hated on the irish immigrants Mm -hmm. they hated on the italians and of Mm -hmm. course they hated on black people but it almost seems like italians got accepted into white america (laughs) and some of them they they look down on uh they look down on african americans they have their own racial slurs for (laughs) moving on and eggplants and all whatever stuff like that they look down on on us the Irish, they, they made their way into acceptance. Uh, even Hispanics, my understanding, they were changing the race here, eliminating Hispanic as race and making them claim Caucasian. But at yeah. the same time, it was, so it was coming down to like, everyone is white and then there's African Americans. And I just exactly think that's, right. a, that's a bit bizarre. Um, I think if you dig in history real quick, mm-hmm. it, China and the U.S. fought like in the 1800s about them coming over here. They helped build the railroad. So I would yes, say that cool. the Chinese helped with that, right? A condition of them being able to come over here was they had to claim they were white. They couldn't deal with us. They had to be separate from us in order to come over here. 
a lot of other immigrants have done that to get over here. Also, remember, we're the only group that can't be sent back to a home country. This is our home country. That's another reason why they have to be strategic <laughs> on oppression because they can't send us anywhere. We helped build this country and this is our home. We can't say, oh, I can go to Grenada, that's home. If well, they kick you out, they send you home. I don't want to get my history mixed up, but Libya or was it Sierra? Oh man, I'm, I don't even want to Which guess. One? It was a it was a country that they are saying like was for liberated slaves. Was it Liberia? Li- Liberia is like a mixture of African Americans that traveled to Africa that created their own country. It's like a mixture. Yeah, I yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, I, I do thought I think it was Liberia, not Libya. Yeah, they were trying that movie kind of like to come back home, come back to Africa, and then mm-hmm. I know Gaddafi, which is an unpopular character in Libya, he was trying to liberate African Americans in America. Interesting. But that's never spoken about. They always just talk about how he was also trying to make the, the, how do you say, the European Union of Africa and having one centralized currency and like... Yeah. That's another, I I suppose that's another episode. What do you think would be accomplished if American Blacks got the whole package deal? What do you think would happen? Ah oh, man. Overall. Overall, mm-hmm. I would say it would further validate the United States is a truly sovereign nation and that we would have righted all the wrongs that were committed in the past. It will show black people that the government does feel remorse for slavery and additionally it will provide great advantages to struggling African Americans. I mean like come on, historically our ancestors have been through a lot and it's like you you mentioned we had a conversation before and you said like another thing that a requirement is that you feel the the federal government should apologize and we didn't even get that yeah like a formal <laughs> apology you know oh. like is there a monument in, in washington dedicated to the to the slaves who built america for free nah i think that would be next but we already got the african museum of history now the one they built the big one Oh, yeah, get that. They built that. A public acknowledgement of these. No, that would be next. I would definitely suggest that and put it in the Capitol so everybody can see it. So I have one more. uh, This is a uh, another question for reparations. Okay. so or it's more black history in general. But I I know we had this discussion before, but black history is the shortest month. We don't know that. Mm-hmm. But uh, we discussed that there should be an entire month for, for you know, for African-American education within all public school systems. But mm-hmm. I do want to propose that we take the 31st of January and the 1st of March to compensate for that being such a short month. Okay. It's only fair. But yeah. Cool. Um, my thoughts on the last question is I think that's all we need is a hand up and we're good. I think we would flourish. I think we're doing great things now under the system that we're currently yeah. under. So I can imagine we get that infusion of motivation and uh, opportunity. I think it would do very well for Black America and for America and other immigrant groups. This is a trickle out effect. It's not a trickle down effect. Remember, if we're good, we're one of the most embracing, forgiving groups on the planet, period. I agree. So if we're because good... 
we're gonna make sure everybody else is good. That's how I feel. I could I couldn't agree with you more, and I look forward to getting that one hundred fifty thousand dollar check. <laughs> okay, man. So my question for you is like we discussed about um, pretty much how the Civil War wasn't really fought for the end of slavery. Mm-hmm. It's because the South was not being was being taxed without proper representation. Gotcha. So my question for you is, is if the South didn't attempt to succeed from the state, from the Union, do you think slavery would still be in effect today? Ooh. I don't know. It would have set off a butterfly effect. Definitely. If they didn't try to succeed. Mm-hmm. Because remember, the North had slavery too. They did. Um... It would have went a whole different trajectory, man. And really, it was fighting over money. Slavery That's what I'm saying. So say they were having the, um, the South had their taxation, fair representation, and they're like, they pretty much had all the demands they had met. Like, who would have fought for us for slavery? Because you think about what did we endure for our ancestors endured it for at least 200 years before, yeah. uh, before this occurred. So I'm just curious. Oh man, I really, I'm trying to wrap my mind around it because I I think it would have took longer for us to get out of slavery. Mm. That's the only thing I can think of because it benefits both. Well, I imagine by the time I would have been born, I would have you know burnt the plantations down. But yeah, thankfully I, thankfully I, I don't think, have to do that today. Yeah, to I, think it would have been, I think it would have been a war against. It would have been a war against black slaves versus the United States. Mm. I think that would have been a civil war. That would have been tough, though. It would have been a very tough, have been yeah, a very tough rebellion. Because you got to think yeah. it would have been the South wouldn't would have no allies. And the, the Civil War itself was, uh, was, was grueling and bloody. But, um, yeah, that, was, uh, was, that thought was resonating with me. I wanted to share it with you. But, uh, That's heavy, man. It really is. <laughs>